Hello, and welcome to Gravel Nids, a place to chat and have a few sips. Today is October 4th, 2021. 2021. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> or today is October 4th, 2021. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And tonight it was my turn to pick, so we were thinking this would come out pretty close to Halloween. So I tried to pick Halloween beers and ended up with two very different beers. Um, so we're going to start off with Alf- O'Fallon's Vanilla Pumpkin Beer, which is really great. I was looking at this earlier, late, like just on the bottom of the label. So the top says Vanilla Pumpkin Beer, and the bottom lets you know it's a vanilla flavored pumpkin beer, in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> then it doesn't really say a whole lot. It says they love no, beer. They love beer. Yeah. It's five percent, five point six percent ABV. That's solid. Which I mean it, as sweet as it's probably gonna be. It's probably not gonna be very noticeable. Hmm. That's pretty good. I actually really like it. I had this remind me of. Oh, I had my first um, like pumpkin loaf this morning, and this would go very nicely with it. There is something that we eat around this time of year that this is very much like it. Pumpkin pie. Yes, it's pumpkin pie. <laughs> I don't know why it was that hard for me to think about. I was like, it's not pumpkin seeds because there's a sweetness thing happening. Oh, my husband basically ran into the room to try this. <laughs> oh, he wants to know it was a quick saunter. And he also sign language like our toddler, please. <laughs> he says it's good. I really like it. I think I've had it before. It's uh, the amount of vanilla is good, but not overpowering. Mm-hmm. And it, there's definitely. Um, the sweetness is better than some of the more spicy, overly spiced pumpkin beers that can be out there. Yeah, I was a little worried that it was going to be too sweet, and it's not. Definitely a pumpkin beer, but not too sweet. Right. Mm. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I will enjoy this. <laughs> well, that's so now that, now that we have our beverages, how are we? How are you, Kelsey? I'm pretty good. Coming off a really long last four or five days lots of work lots of side work lots of traveling kind of felt like I was exhausted today but I think I've actually picked up my second wind so that's kind of nice going into tonight yay how are you I'm good um I think we went on our longest ever bike ride with Riker nice and we went from our house to uh mickey's in waukee that's a pretty good ride yeah and there was a tailwind and so (laughs) brian and i i think i may have said this before but we try to alternate with the trailer so whoever like one of us will start and then we'll switch halfway um and then the other person will come back and then the next time, whoever had it second has it first, too, because the last mile to our house is all uphill. So so that way you're not yeah. always stuck getting the last <laughs> uphill. 
but we just decided to skip it because we were leaving so early and with when Riker woke up we we took like 63rd instead so that did cut off a few miles but we still end up ended up going almost 24 miles wow and the trail in Waukee there's like three long hills (laughs) and after the first one I was like okay Brian (laughs) (laughs) so he he did actually help on my turn because it was it was hard but on the way home it was nice still still counting it oh I would for sure and Mickey's was kind of perfect because they weren't too busy and granted we were there a little earlier and we were the only people in the patio so Riker could just kind of saunter around and not be in the way so that was great I got to like eat my food when it was warm (laughs) (laughs) that's always nice it was I had an egg sandwich it was wonderful (laughs) (laughs) how did Riker handle it how did he oh really good on the way home he pooped though and he told us and was not happy and so we had to change his diaper on the side of the trail and then he was good (laughs) so i'm like yeah that's fair i i wouldn't want to be sitting in poop either so no i don't think i would either (laughs) i I think i'd be saying the same thing hey mom i get this off me yeah so it was fun and how we actually did stop by the playground because when we went by it we had told the the couple we were with about it they're like yeah there's a slide and it has a bump in it that will make you go airborne like they didn't it was a very, very aggressive slide. <laughs> so then they all had to try it. And Riker thought it was great because then he got to play in the playground. So, yay. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Trying to even think. Oh, my last bike ride, I went to Fire Trucker Brewery in Ankeny. Good choice. And someone I know, I don't remember if I maybe mentioned this on the show or not, but uh, she rode a race called the Hoodoo 500 which is uh they have a stage race version and the full 500 version she did the stage race version and it's um out in utah it's a 500 mile race and she ended up winning that's so cool overall for the stage race which was so cool so she talked about it at fire trucker so we went and rode our bikes over and had a wonderful night and i there's so much of the area that has changed in the last two years because I haven't ridden in the area in a while. And it was like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> so, yeah, the place is exploding. Yeah, for sure. The c- construction's constantly going. And it, um, fortunately, though, some of that has ended up with better bike trails. Oh, good. There's They're working on a shortcut, essentially, right through middle of Ankeny rather than going through the DMAC campus that'll connect down to Des Moines off the high trestle yeah I'm looking forward to that so yeah well that's what's up I think awesome um announcements uh Kelsey Uh, and I are oh sorry you you can go ahead you it technically is your turn to interrupt (laughs) you Oh, I was going to say, how's your pigskin party going? <laughs> Quite well. I'm on the board. So that's really cool. Woo-hoo. And then Kelsey found the word scramble thing. So I did. Yeah, that was pretty fun. 
I liked the scavenger hunt. That was kind of cool. Um, then I've been participating in the tailgate talk for the last several weeks. So yeah. working those points and using some of the fiber nymph dye works I've got in my stash as sponsor points. And oh, I need to get on that. Good point. You'll be able to with your sweater. Oh, gosh. Yes. I didn't even think about that. That was fiber nymph. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited that I would finish a sweater during a make-along. I didn't even realize it'll be like extra. There you go. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Lots of firsts for me, guys. That's exciting. <laughs> so far, I'm beating Caitlin just slightly. Yeah, this is probably the closest I'll ever be to you on any point thing. It's very exciting. I don't know. We can see. We'll see what, you know, <laughs> different bonus prizes and entries and things like that. You never know. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm at 428 and I think Kelsey is 470. Yes, I'm yeah. at 470. We're still kind of participating in the BIPOC make-along. Yes, we definitely are. That... Um, there's like different prizes every week. So I haven't really posted the first few weeks because I didn't have anything done. And then I realized you don't have to, you just need to post about it and you can post about it as many times as you want. Oh, I should post about my a little yeah. bit more than. <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea. So I posted, I think like three things on <laughs> Saturday or so, no, Sunday that were all different projects and I'm working on that I just haven't posted about yet. And I was like, oh, we'll get on them. So anyone else doing that? Hopefully this gets to you in time. <laughs> Do you recall when it ends? That's a great question. I don't know if I still have it up or not, but I bet I can find it quick. We can. I, I typed in just BIPOC MAL. It came up. Oh, cool. We did have one listener asking for more info about it. Oh, very cool. It runs through October 31st, but by the time this airs, you'll still have time. Yes, you will. There's all sorts of things you can make in a handful of days. Because yes, and you don't have to finish it. You just exactly. need to post it. And you have to tag the designer. You have to tag the week that you're going for. Oh, I missed um, that bit. Oh, yeah, I just found that out last night, too. So each week is a different hashtag, like hashtag prize four, hashtag prize five. So you, you put the whole like BIPOC MAL 2021 prize and then the whatever week it's on. Gotcha. I'll have to uh, do that on my next few and yeah, I noticed it last, last night. So there you go. And there's like two prizes, I think two plus prizes each week. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Lots of opportunity there. All right. Jerseys. We still have plenty of jerseys. They're fun and comfortable and handy. <laughs> I don't know, convenient, <laughs> cute. What other descriptive words can we come up with them for? Conversation um, starters. Yep. A friend uh, in our bike group asked about it, and now he said he's going to listen to our podcast. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. And someone ran into us at Confluence and was like, so do you knit and bike at the same time? I think I already talked about this, but there was, it, it allowed me to meet another knitter. So 
Yeah. Do it, guys. Get some. They're fun. Their pictures are now, I think, all four of us wearing them at some mm-hmm. point on our Instagram. Yeah. I know there are a couple out there in the wild now, but <laughs> we'll just see if we ever see them. It's true. I'm definitely wearing mine. And then uh, one last, we've got the Patreon up. Yes, we do. Come and join out. us. Yeah. We have, you know, we have three different tiers. So there are different options of how you can be involved. You feel like helping support us, everything from a dollar and up. And yeah, we started a Discord community and hopefully we'll have a number of people chatting with us soon. I'm excited. Let's see. We talked about having uh, quarterly happy hours and possibility of guided beer flight night, mm-hmm. which will be fun. So yeah, we would love to have you join us. It'll be so fun. And, and more to come as, as it grows and as we see what, what people like. So yeah, it'll be super cool. Oh, I was a bad girl. I don't have a, what I have been listening to this week. I have been listening to a lot of um, the, the Crime Knitting podcast. I've already shouted her out, but her next season is out now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yay. I stumbled on it today. I was like, oh, it's back. True Knit and Crime. Thank you, right? True Knit and Crime. Or is it True Crime and Knit? True Crime and Knit. You would think that this would come up since I've been listening to it today. And it's uh, by Sophia Talley. I think you. Oh, yeah, you had it right. Uh, True Crime and Knit. Like True Crime and Knit. Yep. The last one was fascinating. I, I may have taken a little break today and had to Google about it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what, uh, what, what it was about? I listened to two today. Um, okay. I'm going to mix them up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to disrespect the people in it and have it wrong. Okay, but, no worries. Uh, I'll go look into it and uh, listen to uh, it for myself. I'll have... This I'll have... The story, story of Matrice Richardson was the one I just listened to. And it was really good. And I just, I don't want to like, I don't know, listen to her podcast. She, she does better at telling the story. <laughs> Oh, I will. I've got plenty of time in the car this week to come. <laughs> I, I think I've got uh, about 17, 18 hours worth of drive time this week, too. Wow. So. Yeah, I, and I love, like, this well research. She has good information. Again. Okay. But I think we're done with announcements. Woo-hoo! So uh- while I take a sip of my vanilla pumpkin beer, that just so you guys know is a vanilla flavored pumpkin beer in case you forgot yeah tell me tell me what you've been uh working on casting on oh uh should i start with something new new or something older new all right here it is (laughs) because it's it's in my hands i started a new hat i'm apparently on quite the hat quick because I have now determined that my entire family is getting new hats for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to try to, um, I think they're all going to be related. They might not be all exactly matchy. Mm-hmm. They'll be, you could tell that they were all out at the same 
palette design uh, aesthetic. I like that. So I don't think this is going to actually be one of the ones that actually counts because I make Cole a hat every year. And so I started what will be Cole's hat for the year. And it is really cool. It's going to be nice and bright, sort of. I'm using a color called um, Tequila Lime, which is this wonderful lime green. Nice and bright, kind of that, like, grello look to it, almost. And That's then, a great word for that. You're right. It's all done. But it really does look like a lime margarita, almost. Yeah, it does. Uh So the pattern is called Lawen, I think. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. It's L-A-W-E-N. Okay. By M.K. Nance. It's, uh, you work it in two colors. You've got a main color and a contrasting color. And you've got some stockinette as the brim. And then you have some, or sorry, not stockinette, garter as a broom and then you work up into a section that has garter and slip stitch and one by one cable work and alternated with some stockinette and it's kind of cool so it's a little bit of color work ish you're alternating every round and so along with that awesome green i'm using leader leading men fiber arts showstopper in a color called how you doing <laughs> Uh, and it's a variegated um, turquoisey blue, white, and black. And they look amazing together. That's so awesome. And I'm having so much fun with it. I'm already on oh, round five of the chart, and there's 80 rounds of the chart. What color is going to be your cabled slip stitch color? Well, I ended up, I didn't, so one thing I didn't like about the pattern, she doesn't really say which color is the contrasting, which is the main color. And you didn't, I thought that the contrasting color would have been the slip stitch part. Mm -hmm. It's actually the main color. And oh. So huh. My variegated is going to be the slip stitch part. I think it'll look great. So I might have to do two of these now. <laughs> just to see like how the appearance might be different if I did it vice versa I imagine it'd be a pretty drastic difference I kind of think so too because the I feel like the green kind of takes some of the pop of the blue away because they're fairly similar in like a value mm -hmm. but with the black it's a little bit different I don't know kind of see how it turns out I'm sure it'll be great either way. I don't know. We'll see how uh, probably find out a good chunk by tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. Stay tuned. There will be pictures on Instagram, I am sure. <laughs> so let's see. Apart from that, I made some good progress on my Desert Vista Dye Work socks. I, those are in my the colorway rainbows ruler world and those were just doing some vanilla pattern and some two by one twisted rib as 
the ribbing. And so I just have like, I don't know, 12 more rows to go on the ribbing and then putting in the afterthought heels. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for those. And I, I found a pattern I want to use for my leftovers. Cool. I'll have, um, oh, I should find it for you quick. Yeah. Kind of cool. Ask now. Um, <laughs> they're the sporty shorty socks. Okay. Shorty sport socks. Let me find it real quick. I just added to my Ravelry library today. Yeah, it's the sporty shorty socks. That's by Kristen Christine Clement. Cool. Also a pigskin party sponsor. So if you were to knit her socks, oh cool. Pigskin party points. Excellent. So that'll be cool. I'll be able to count those. Well, let's see here. Where'd the notes go? There we go. I made quite a bit of progress on Lindsay's lap blanket is what I'm going to call that now. Um, that is my corner to corner crochet blanket. And I meant to do um, some of it yesterday when I was in the car, but I somehow have misplaced my crochet hook for it somewhere in the car or oh, in no. my bag. So uh, I need to figure out what size I was using and hope that I have another one. Oh. Or I find it. <laughs> I'm sure one of the two will happen. And I'm pretty sure I have more than just the one hook mm-hmm. in that size. It's not a huge deal, but I had kind of wanted to get it done. Yeah. So yeah I it'll up- be fine, but still. Right. Well, and I ended up not having, not having to work on the quote yesterday. <laughs> I had brought extra yarn with me in the car and I just didn't want to start anything new. There was nothing that was telling me to make it at the time. And I had hoped to just work on that project, but what do you do? Not much. It's okay. Um, what else are you working on? Let's see. Oh, okay. So it's been a busy crafting week for me in general. Where is that bag? There it is. I have been pulled out the Tunisian crochet again. Excellent. And I found an incredible designer who has incredibly well-written patterns and does great tutorials on her YouTube. Her name is Tony of TL Yarn Crafts. And this is the other thing that's currently on by hook is her Mesa beanie. That's cute. And I love it. I've learned new things in Tunisian crochet this week. I've learned color work. I have learned a couple different stitches. So this is like this blue here is a basic Tunisian crochet stitch. Okay. And then this here, oh, yeah. I have these gray bars that go down that have an elongated Tunisian crochet stitch, which are kind of similar to a double crochet. And it comes out to a cool 
fabric that's somewhere between a crochet and a knit. So the original pattern called for a crocheted brim. I didn't have a crochet hook with me, so I improvised and did a one by one garter stitch. But then it's not garter. Um, uh, just one by one rib. Yep, one by one ribbing. Yep, there we go. Twisted rib. And then grabbed my eye hook for my Tunisian hook. So I've got it's got um, essentially a regular crochet hook at the end with a wire, a cable that extends down so you can oh. work flat. Okay. I was wondering and, how that worked. Right. So at some point I had all of these stitches say on the cable. Huh. And you work cool. back and through. And it's really fun and it's really fast and you can make a single hat in a day. Is that and, a carbon hook? No, these are just wood. So these are oh, very okay. similar to, oh, what are the wood ones from? Nitpicks? Not nitpicks. They're the, they're Knitter's Pride. Ah. They're like the Knitter's Pride wood ones. Oh, okay. So I, I'm almost done with this beanie. I have like a couple more rounds to go at the top. And so far I've determined that this does not fit my head. <laughs> Maybe my gauge is not there, but this would be much more like a Riker sized hat at the moment. Oh, no complaints and there. I, <clears throat> I really love the color. So it's um, a gray nitpick something. And then uh, Sapphire from M. Watts Yarn Company. The Sapphire is so pretty. It's like yeah. a semi-solid oh. solid. Yeah, it's definitely a nice tonal a blue. Tonal. Very rich tonal blue. And Sapphire is the perfect colorway for it. So pretty. Like, I honestly would love this pattern in a sweater. Uh-huh. Which is sort of similar. She... Um, she was one of the first, so I, I had one of her patterns in my favorites already Okay. because I loved her Tunisian crochet sweater and it's called the Sedona sweater mm. and it's really cool and it's got these great um, color blocked colors to it, stripes almost, but different widths and things and I just love the texture that it gives. So I think that's going to be on my list and not the too far future cool see if i can dig up for worsted weight scraps through the winter oh that'd be fun yeah so i'm enjoying that a lot there will be definitely be some more tunisian crochet happening like i like it i like crochet i like knitting and this is a good combination of both we'll have to Put some more projects in my queue like that because it is gorgeous well and it's just nice to like branch out a little bit mm -hmm. and change it up a little i've gotten to the point where i just kind of need to rotate crafts at times yeah that makes a lot of sense i have a few other projects that are on the needles but i haven't really touched them in the last few days okay. the last uh week and a half or so have been really committed to hats 
Uh, I will. Oh, I did make some really significant progress on my Ishnik uh, shawl. I don't even know that I talked about that on the last episode. Hmm. I, I don't see it in the notes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I've heard about this. So this is the shawl. I pulled it out mm, a week and a half ago or so okay. from hibernation. And it is uh, essentially a Celtic knot design on a... Oh, this one. Yeah, it's really <laughs> pretty. It's got like a llama camel light fingering alternating in uh, gray like a marled charcoal gray and uh, another grello color. <laughs> um, I had gotten through like 28 rounds of the cabled border panel and I put it away and I pulled it out and I knew I had been off, but it looked like I was really off. So I ended up ripping out. Oh, I guess I jumped ahead a little bit to hangovers. That's all right. Let's hear it. Okay. We're jumping in early with a hangover. <laughs> so I got this project out and I was looking through it, looking through it, looking through it, going, I have no clue what round I'm on. This doesn't even look close to what the 28th row is supposed to look like on the chart. <laughs> it's like, oh, what did I do? So I threaded a needle through all the way back at the beginning of the cable chart and ripped out 28 rooms worth. Ouch. Yeah. And that, this is a shawl where it gets bigger as you go. It sure does. <laughs> uh, it somehow from there went from like 219 stitches to like 409 stitches per round. Wow. Yeah. So a big shawl that I, you know, kind of chopped back down and but in the good news, I have gotten back up to the where I was. Yes. And I think I'm even now a couple rows past and I've got like six rows to go or something. Yay. Before I have to do the cabled lace or not the cabled, the lace bind off border. Okay. Which will be fun too. I just, I got to a point where I did not have the brain power to concentrate and comprehend what was going on in the pattern yeah those charts were scary looking they were i had to go to the written because i could not get my brain to comprehend the chart it just wasn't making sense to me and i'm usually really good with charts hmm. so i just i don't know if it was the way the chart was written or maybe I just didn't print it out big enough or there were also like two and a half pages worth of special abbreviations oh geez so trying to remember all of their special abbreviations plus put it into the chart made it very intensive so it, it is currently sitting to the side for a little bit while I recharge <laughs> You did a whole lot on it. I did. I just, I would yeah. really like to have it done because I'm really excited to wear it. It's so pretty. And that's um, the Ishnich. It's a Celtic design. That's cool. Well, or at least a Celtic rope idea. Um, where is it? Yeah, the cables are really neat. I love it. 
I'm excited to see how it ends up uh, blocking out. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's from the, the, I think it's a book. It's a pattern book called Celtic Cable Shawls. I think it's um, Ishnik by Lucy Haug. H-A-G-U-E. Nice. Yeah. Should be nice and light and cozy. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it, uh, quite a bit of a hangover with that one. <laughs> to the yeah. point where, like, I think I had a brain hangover one day from working on it. And uh, so, yeah, that, it's in back into timeout, but for no other reason than I just need a tiny break and I still want to pick it back up. Sounds like a good good breaking place. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think that about covers it for my current projects. Alright. How about you? Um, well, I'm currently knitting on my aperture shawl. Talked about it a little bit. Um, I am now on the last chart. Yay! Um, which I think it's 24 rows. So I'm, I'm getting there. And the last chart's still thinking for me. Like my level of knitting, I still have to think, but less than the other ones. Like the <laughs> yeah. repeats, the repeated section's only three stitches instead of, I don't know, eight. So that, that makes a difference. um and it's so hard for me every row I want to like spread it out because I just love this colorway so much (laughs) Um, that makes it fun it's like ooh, what does it look like now it's just so perfectly gradual you just you don't even like see it and then when you spread it out you can just see this just beautiful like so pretty I love how you can't you can't even tell and then you can't and it's I don't have the words, but I just it's so it's such a wonderful. I just love it. I hope she keeps making these, and I'm gonna just keep buying them. Actually, I did buy one, but we can we can talk about that when it arrives. Because I'll be excited to talk about it too. Yeah, yeah, we went in together with that situation. Um, Koha mitts. I've been working on those by um, Francois Denoy. Good job, you got it. And I finally came up with a better way for me to like the color work is not that complicated, but I just kept screwing it up because it's mostly two by two, and then there's um, sections where you do one stitch to like hit the points of the chevrons. Mm-hmm. And I just I just kept messing it up. I don't know. So I ended up every other row you're doing that in the same place it's just different colors so I just put stitch markers in and it's been wonderful there you go (laughs) sometimes it's those little things it's it's totally worth it for me to just throw them in there like oh is this a spot on this row nope okay keep going here it is got it and that's helped a lot and I am I think three rows into the thumb gusset nice oh it's it's it is my car project so it's gonna move slower but I like it a lot and it's fun to watch the the gumball colorway from the picks change around. So if anyone else ends up knitting it, 
and you were into the same like how did I mess this up again <laughs> situation <laughs> maybe throw the stitch markers in there because it's been it's been pretty smooth since then what okay remind me what weight where is that on they're fingering weight mm-hmm. hmm I might have to pull something together and make those. They they're nice. And they they are not unreasonably difficult. I just I don't know why. I just <laughs> <laughs> but throwing the stitch markers in did it for me and now I'm good to go. It's it's well written. The chart's very clear to me. I'm glad you could figure out a way to make it work because yeah. that, that little tricks help. Thank you. I was I was excited. <laughs> Um, let's see, I, I had not, I don't think I'd casted this on yet. Um, the peaceful people hat by Jennifer Burke. Nope, you didn't. Okay. Awesome. So I casted this on and I am using two single ply worsted weight yarns uh, from Cascade and they're somewhat similar, but you can still see, see it. I think okay. I did debate. I had to text Kelsey. He's like, well, "Is this gonna be okay?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's looking great so far, and it's been fun to watch it. Um, and you don't have to carry too many floats. Like I, I'm not letting it go. I think further than four stitches. Um, oh, that's not too I don't bad. Want to get too tight, but it's it's not often that I have to even pick them up. So most of the time, I can knit with one in my right hand and flick and the other one and do whatever version of me attempting continental is that I do with my left hand <laughs> and it's, it's been working and it is part of the BIPOC make along and it, okay maybe I maybe I didn't cast it on last time but I remember talking about about it a little bit but it's going great oh the pattern thing is well written so yeah Check it out, friends. Okay, that's by Jennifer Berg. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a native a- knitter on Instagram, right? Yes. Yes. I also forgot how, like, soft, like, that single ply yarn. It's so soft and stretchy. <laughs> and it's, it's enjoyable. Uh, and lastly, I kind of copied Kelsey. Now I'm almost like, now I feel like I should wait for you to talk about your FOs. I copied Kelsey on this pattern. So no, you, you go ahead. <laughs> you can go ahead and talk about yours and then I'll talk about mine. Okay. Um, it's a, the Festival Hat by Cecilia Losada. And it is in bulky weight yarn. And it's super fun. It comes in a million sizes going from newborn to adults. So that's really great. My mom had asked me to knit a few hats for some baby showers coming up. Mm-hmm. And I found that even though I feel like I have a lot of yarn, most of my bulky yarn does is not for cute baby hats. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, I mean, my Yoda hats are very cute, but I, I don't think they work well for the party hat. <laughs> <or the festival hat. laughs> so I haven't checked out this yarn store now I'm all over because I feel like this is stash enhancements but I'm gonna go for it uh so I went to a tangle of yarn which is pretty close to my house actually I don't know how I hadn't ran into it yet I am really surprised you hadn't gone there yet I had no idea it's beautiful it's well organized she has a fireplace like with um 
like chairs and when I was in there there's a few people like knitting and hanging out and she was really great I had a great experience and she helped me because I found there is a dyer that's I'd say local to us um yarn love so right. yarn love yarns is her company and I remember when this colorway came out uh it's the flower market colorway and it has um, several shades of purple, orange, yellow, pink, and it's super fun and it changes pretty quick. So it's made a really nice pattern along the brim and it kind of has a striping pattern up and I'm using a solid color there. And this is my first time knitting with it. It's uh, Barocco Vintage Chunky. Oh, I love that. So that is what I used in the um, blanket and the sweater that I did this year. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I liked it. I like it. I did not realize that it had acrylic in it. You know, I it, had no idea until I looked at the label today. By touching it, you wouldn't think so. Um, you know, it's funny as I actually almost used some of that in one of the ones I made. Oh, nice. It's and it's a, such a fun hat. And I got to do one of my like knitting bucket list items because I tried to knit in the movie theater months ago and I decided to try to do one by one ribbing with the Alaska hat. I remember when you tried to do that. But I tried. I did I did do like three stitches. So I guess technically I have, but this I like actually knitted. Like I finished the brim and started in the color work section, which is an interesting decision to make in a movie theater. <laughs> but um, the yarn love is just a little bit thicker, which I think is actually going to look really nice the way that the hat works. And so I could kind of tell that. And I just, anytime like I looked up or paused, I remembered like, okay, my left hand has the yarn love yarn in it <laughs> and then I, I just go back to it well that's a nice thing when I was knitting mine is that uh my two different yarns I could definitely physically tell the difference of yeah and so that was kind of nice to be able to say oh hey this is supposed to be in my right hand this is supposed to be my left hand and this is this color and okay I need to be knitting with this right now cool I'm just kind of proud of myself. I feel like I've grown as a knitter to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. But I'm, love, I'm absolutely loving this pattern. And I was going to do opposite, like switch the colors. Mm -hmm. But I think I might do the same thing. And if I run out, I'll go back. Um, oh, and I didn't mention the Baroque yarn is just like a nice light gray. It's solid. Nice. I think it works really well having the nice bright pop of color because that colorway is gorgeous. It's mm -hmm. like all the colors of summer almost. Yeah. Or like That's at least some way. stereotypical summer colors. Um, so I think that's me for current projects. Like I've got a few other things, but I haven't really touched them. So, um, so I think we're to FOs. But are we ready? are we ready for a bear? Yeah. So I think we already drank one in this series. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't duplicating. Mm -hmm. And this looks like a new 
pretty new addition. Yeah, to... I don't I don't think we've had this one yet. Yeah, I know I haven't had it at all. But it's New Belgium has this series of like voodoo IPAs. And now this one still has the same guy on it. But now he like looks futuristic, but still has the skull. And it's called Future Hop IPA. Kind of reminds me of, I don't know. I almost want to say one of the Terminators a little bit, but. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what it reminded me of. Uh, is that movie that they redid with the motorcycles and the light and you couldn't run into the light in the game? That makes sense. Oh, gosh. I have to remember. Tron. Have- Tron. Tron. Oh, I have <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. And like, I've heard of Tron, but I have not seen it. Nor oh, do I know what's I'm going on. I'm making you watch it because the whole thing is kind of like a music video for Daft Punk. And <laughs> then they did the whole soundtrack. It's just wonderful. It's so great to just put on when you maybe just need something on. Like a little background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's part of the Voodoo Ranger series, but it's um, Future Hop IPA. But the skull makes it Halloweeny. Yeah, I love the can, all the blues. Mm-hmm. Mm. This one's a little bit more citrusy. I'm looking it up. It's an interesting transition from the other beer. So I'm taking a few sips before I decide how I oh, feel. Oh, absolutely. This one is far different. Yeah. We are definitely on the other spectrum. Despite different being in the other way i do think it is like you said like a juicier or sweeter ipa mm-hmm. this gets a three point four eight four average on untapped sorry three point seven eight percent or three yeah average and then an eight percent abv the future of oh, IP- gosh yep it's gonna be a nice little tasty one. I the f- take ibuprofen before bed. <laughs> <laughs> the future of IPAs is here. The bionic blend of lotus and strata hops, and tropical notes that will teleport your taste buds to the next dimension. All right. I'd say that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. It's, I really like the strata. I think it's probably the lotus hops that I'm tasting a lot of the floral notes off of. That are pretty tasty. That's what I was thinking too when you said that. I'm like, oh, okay. This makes sense now. It's good. So I, I'm going to put a little like uh, um, advertisement in here for our Patreon. So one of the things that we're going to do for one of the tiers is beer fight night. Quarterly mm-hmm. beer fights. And they'll. I might go ahead and do a poll to see what style people want to look at and I'll arrange an idea maybe something locally maybe something that we can get um, more as a group and kind of go over different beers and what they're like do a little history and see do a little research and do a little presentation it'll be kind of fun it'll be so fun or at the very least you know we all try the same beer and talk about it and have a good night yeah, and that'd be so fun, too, to hear what other local beers are to our listeners. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'd love to hear what, y- what y'all like. Agreed. Um, 
So I think, are we on FOs? We are on to FOs. All right, hit it, Kelsey. All right. Now that I stole your thunder. (laughs) Totally did. That's okay. Because, let's see, where's one more? Oh, there's one more that I didn't bring in here. You'll just have to settle for a picture because I'm not going to go get it. Pile of hats. (laughs) Pile of hats. Love your pile of hats. Oh, I didn't so, realize that one was sparkly. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll we'll start with this one. Yeah, it's sparkly. Oh wow. So, this oh, is the Everyday Magic Hat by Telly B Knits, which is Stephanie Lotvin, and it's out of the Knit Happy with Color Striping Yarn book. Oh, that's beautiful how that turned out. I know. I love the bag. So I used Fiberment Dye Works on her Beguiled color uh, base, which is a DK sparkly base. Mm. And it was one of her serendipitous colors. So it has charcoal and then a green, light green, limey green. And I think this is her wisp colorway. Okay. And I absolutely love it. It kind of, it totally reminds me of like clear water and um, like grass in a lake, mm-hmm. which is what I'm used to make a connection for her knit along. And it has a really cool construction. It has like a couple panels that you knit. So you cast on for the bottom and you knit a couple panels and you pick so up those are from... kind of the sides right mm-hmm. so the okay. sides have a couple panels and then you pick up from the middle of the back do some short row fun and then you knit the top forward and he's got a cute little like <laughs> point at the front Aww. and then you forgot uh i-cord drawstrings and I made the small child size, I believe. Okay, nice. Yeah. I'm excited for a small head for this to go on. <laughs> I still need to wash it and block it, but it's so cute. Like, I may honestly make one for myself. It is fun. Be nice to have the drawstrings. And yeah, honestly, say when it's real cold, mm-hmm. wrap that around. So that's exciting. That was hat number one. That took me all of like, it took me longer than it needed to, mostly because I procrastinated on the drawstrings and um, grafting of the I-cord bind off. Hmm. So I probably could have had it finished in like two days, but it took me like 14. Awesome. Then... Awesome. I also have festival hats. Yay! I made two of them. It is so, so cool to see how different they look. I did them in reverse. I used Fiber Nymph Mega, which is her bulky weight. And I think it was also Serendipitous Stripes colorway. But it's got purples and orange 
Mm-hmm. It's got a yeah, purple and orange, a pink and a green, her peacock green in there. And then I used blue sky fiber techno, which is a in a machine colorway, which is like a gray silver. Mm-hmm. So I did one in the kid size and one in the small adult size. And I did the kid size with more of the color and the gray as the brim. And then I did the adult size with the reverse. So the color is the brim and gray is the top. I love how the color lined up in there too. Yeah, it's so perfect. So those are going to go to my sister and my niece for Christmas. Aww, that's awesome, Kelsey. Yeah, although I would I would keep this one for myself. (laughs) I would wear that too. I I have another uh, skein of the techno for sure, and getting Lisa's is not hard. (laughs) (laughs) So those will be fun. I love them. Like they're just so soft and fluffy, and I they were so much fun in it. And that was the festival hat. By Cecilia Lozada and um, she is Mama DIY on Instagram and she's got some really cool stuff she I was hesitant to look at her at first because she was uh, listed as a crochet designer and I was like oh I don't really need any crochet patterns or want to go crochet right now I went and looked at her stuff anyway and found that hat and I was like yes <laughs> and I, I made love this hat I made both of these within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then so I fun. decided I had to copy you. And so I know there's at least one more of this, probably two more in my queue before Christmas. Cool. Probably one for me and my mom. So like I said, everybody's getting Christmas hats this year. And then I've got one more hat. All right. And I don't have it with me, but you've seen pictures. It's Mm -hmm. the uh, basic Tunisian slouchy beanie, which was a free pattern that I found um, on Ravelry. And I think uh, it was actually a tutorial on a web page. So it's out there somewhere. And I ended up just using it as essentially a testing ground for some techniques. So um, the pigskin party September interception was learning a new technique and I used the color work and the different stitches as my technique that I learned. Oh, cool. So let's see, I used some neighborhood studio worsted in green, like this definitely like frog green. And I used a little bit of the leftover beguiled from the Everyday Magic as a colorwork heart in it. And it turned out that turned out kind of cool. I kind of just subbed in my own um, pixelated heart grid and put that in there just to try the colorwork out. And it's actually not too hard to pick up once you get the idea of it. And... 
Yeah, so I don't know whose head it's going to fit. Probably fit your next little baby's head. So it's it's probably going to hang out until we have somebody's baby head to put it on. We will find a baby. Yes, it's pretty adorable. It's just, it would be the cute little slouchy beanie. Cute. Yeah, so that was fun. That's that's what I've got for uh, FOs this week pretty solid you had like three sweaters last time and a pile (laughs) of hats this time killing it trying to clean some things up get some things off the needles nicely done thank you um i finished my dishcloth that was just my at work project so like i will do maybe a row a day (laughs) and it's just so perfect to have just a garter square to work on and it's nice because it's usually when I'm waiting for a report to load for 30 seconds or something like that it's like do 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 yeah and then it just sits next to me all day and it makes me happy (laughs) just hanging out and uh it's Michelle Cross's pattern uh copycat dishcloth so it looks a lot like your typical dishcloth it has a band at the bottom and the top and that's done and stocking that and it's garter all the way through it has a nice slip stitch border the slip stitch the right way yeah yeah because you slip it and then you yeah i think that's the right word and i did it in dark pine and it was kind of almost like a redo because i made my friend a green because our favorite color is green dishcloth but i did the pattern wrong and i was worried that it wouldn't hold up because the grandma's like typical bias dishcloth has like two stitches on the edges and I did one and so I have been using it for probably six months now and it's been holding up (laughs) so it would have been fine to give her but this one is nice and I can tell that I'm starting to get more consistent and my stitches I still have work to do but don't we all we all do that's that's why knitting is so good because you can keep keep getting better so long-winded answer, but I was excited to do it. It looked really nice and it's all done. And Yay. I heard she liked it and it has been hanging on her stove. So that makes me feel good. Well, and you took some nice pictures of it. That turned out pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that happened, but I was like, oh, these work it. <laughs> Taking my little dishcloth pattern. So I guess that's all I have, but hey it brought me a lot of joy and she did comment in the pattern i'm like man i have knitted this so many times um just thank you it's great that's cool i did notice that that was cool and i believe the pattern is free too oh really mm-hmm. and uh, so i started wandering around i don't know if it's today or not but she's got lots of a big variety of beautiful patterns she she actually only has a few dishcloths <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to check her out and see what else she has yeah i threw a few things in my favorites in my queue if i ever get through my queue which i never will which is great about knitting there's lots of options <laughs> well that's a nice thing is knit all the things knit all the things maybe <laughs> that should be our tag long ta- tag knit line things like goodbye and knit all the things okay uh anyways what's hopping good stuff what's hopping hmm you know i went to the yarn store today yay i drug caitlin to the yarn store she had to come help me 
kicking and screaming. I was yep, like, yep. how dare you? Yeah, so I had... <laughs> I had the Leading Men Fiber Arts colorway already. I actually had bought it for socks to make for Cole. Okay. But then I asked him, you know, would you like a pair of socks first? Or would you like a hat next? Or, you know, what would you like me to knit for you next? And he's like, I'd like another hat. And I'm like, okay. And I was thinking I wanted to do a worsted weight hat. And then I had... I just, I couldn't find the yarn I wanted to use the other day. So I was like, okay, what else do I have right now? What else could I use to make a hat? Mm-hmm. And this morning I grabbed the leading men and I was just searching through Ravelry, trying to come up with something. And I found the lawn hat and it's like, okay, I have some other yarn in my bag as I always do, but none of that is telling me I need to knit it. Okay. So let's go to the yarn store over lunch. <laughs> It'll work out because Caitlin already has today's beers. Yay! So it worked out that Caitlin could join me and bring me beer, and I could go to the yarn store and get the yarn. And I could and... go to the yarn store. <laughs> yes. And which was fun. And so we ended up looking around a little bit and found the Ba La Hoya in tequila lime (laughs) which is perfect and it is working up so well i'm so excited so i got that and there were a couple other things i got at the store but they're out in the car they're mad tosh i know that there are singles i can't even think of all the colors in it well the, the the one was the purple i got the purple yes which was a very like bright black purple. Yeah, it was intense. It's so gorgeous. It was almost like if you took the Crown Royal purple but like lit it up with some pink. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I only say that because I've got a, an unused or a Crown Royal bag sitting on my desk. <laughs> um, and then there was another one that I so I had the tequila lime in my hand and I had the purple in my hand and then there was another one of the Mad Tosh singles I think or maybe it was another Bala Hoya either way it had the same purples and like a turquoisey and a green all in the same thing it was like it had some speckles in it mm-hmm. and I'm kind of excited to knit with it I don't know. We'll see what we end up coming with. I just need some more like tonals in my life. Pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. That's what I've got as far as those. So let's see. I've got two different events of purchases. The I like that thing, you call them events. They are. It's fun to play yarn. Start calling yarn events. Yes. Yes. I love it. Lots of good ideas today. Um, so Tangle Yarn, I kind of talked about already. So I got the Barocco Vintage and the Yarn Loaf Yarn. Um, then I also have been looking at a hat that I want to make for Riker. And it has skulls on it. So I was hoping that I would get to it before Halloween, but it might happen next one, next year. I don't know. 
Oh, it's we'll right. We'll see, because it's already October. Uh, it is. I'm scrolling through my cues. Because I found a really cool skull pattern today. I am excited to see what you found. Um, mine is just called The Skull Beanie by Melanie Sage. The Skull Beanie by Melanie Sage. And I wanted to knit the skulls in some sort of Halloween color. I have this like toxic looking green that is like wonderful. But the purple I had and some of the other like other colors, it just wasn't really working with it. So I bought... Um, just some cascade yarn, like another solid to go behind it. And I think I just did a, a gray. So it's going to be gray and green. Ooh. Um, unless I, I change my mind before it gets here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the school beanie? Mm-hmm. In um, her kit, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm wrongly assuming, but the picture she has of this little kid is so stinking cute. I don't think my laptop's going to show. Mm, not quite oh and then i just killed my screen but it's just got um like four skull and crush crossbones like around it and then i've just had two different sock yarns in my favorites on webs forever this is where i bought the yarn from and i was like you know i'm just gonna do it so first one is hedgehog fibers and the color is Bridget. Bridget? Yeah. And it has, I'd say it's overall, it's got a lot of browns in it, but it's got some oranges. It's got some yellows. It's the oranges are like an almost fiery orange color. And it's just really caught my eye. It might be vanilla sock I don't, I'm not sure but I just I haven't purchased any hedgehog and I've been looking at this for probably six months so I was like I'm I gotta get yeah, it. like I'm pulling the trigger now gotta do it and then I also from knitted wit their victory sock went a totally different direction with this one uh mermaid rainbow is the colorway and it has a bunch of greens with some purples and blues and it's kind of like a speckly variegated situation. Uh, I see um, that now. And then there's also a section that's kind of maroony pink. No, it goes kind of all over. It's mostly cool colors, but then it has the pink to kind of warm it up. So it should be fun too. And it's sock weight, it has nylon in it. So I have a lot of options with that too. But I have been thinking that I should, there's some other places that I could like let projects hang out oh, just in like case I'd be able to knit. Like I could put one in my bike bag. I always, I pretty much, if I'm not racing, I always have something yeah. in my bike bag. Because <laughs> I was thinking like on our bike ride on Sunday, I almost, almost could have knitted. Like Riker's almost to the point where he pretty much can entertain himself in the right situation so have it in there and if i get a row in cool if not I can hang out and go on adventures with me well that'd be fun you should start yeah i i vote for <laughs> knitting yeah. on the bike well not knitting on the bike i but... mean if it takes me 10 years to make it that's fine 
It'll be there. Yarn doesn't doesn't expire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Typically, as long as you keep it your you know your yarn healthy. That's true. Careful. Um, Yeah, don't don't leave it out in the rain. Don't let it mold or anything like that. That's that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I think that's pretty much the highlights of that. I bought a, a lot of like solid yarns just to have. I keep running into the same problems where I want to do a color work project and I just want like a black or a gray or white in the background so I I got some stuff like that I could right the, those are the few places that I kind of seem to be missing are my like neutrals my yeah tonals my solid colors right now and watch now I got them all in worsted and then I'm gonna go on a fingering kick and they'll just sit <laughs> But they are, they're an available option. But like you said, though, yarn doesn't expire. Yeah, as long as it's, it's in a nice, dry place. Good to go. And the hangovers. Well, I already talked about my hangover. <laughs> but I do believe I'm not the only one with a hangover this week. You're correct. I have like an almost hangover. I don't even... Like a- it was a very strange event today, guys. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but Kelsey was with me every step of the way. I held her hand. I got her through it. She was okay. <laughs> I was bored. Just like, what did I do? Anyways, so we should probably tell the story. Uh, so I'm doing the flax sweater for Riker. I didn't talk about that in my cast. No, on. you didn't. Okay. Oh, so wow. The whole story now. Oh, wow. Okay. So I cast it on a sweater last week and it's been wonderful. Yes, we did. We did talk about it. Did we? Yes, because we it counts for Oh, it counts for yes. Okay, yeah. we did. It counts That's for the like, How did I not talk about this? Because I flew <laughs> through the beginning of this sweater. I've already done with the body. <laughs> but today I was so I just found off the body and I started working to pick up the sleeves and I looked at what I had highlighted because I highlighted like my size that I chose because I chose the two to four age range size and then I noticed all my highlighting is one over. (laughs) So did I knit the four to six size? (laughs) I'm going, huh? going through and I'm like, all my notes look like I did. Well, and here I am thinking, okay, all the pictures she's shown me look pretty tiny. It look, looks, it looks, it yeah. looks like the you know, right size that know, she I'm wanted. Like, I was thinking like it looked like a little big on him, but not like two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? And so I'm like, well, I'll just keep on going as I am. And I put the stitches from the sleeve on the needle again and I count them and I'm like well that's 31 and it's supposed to be 33 so I knitted the right size I'm pretty sure throughout the whole sweater <laughs> but today I was like well I guess it'll fit him sometime <laughs> and so I went through and I counted per Kelsey saving me I I counted the stitches in the body and it is the right size it is the, the two to four range I just figured if you had the right number of, you know, arm stitches, 
there's a pretty good chance there it would be hard to screw up the rest of the body. Yeah, so. Not saying it'd be impossible. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm good to go. I had an almost hangover. One thing I did do, though, is I I have been, I was already kind of debating on doing the body longer because Riker just is, he's longer. Um, Just, I don't know, that's a shape. He's, he's kind of like, he's tall and skinny, but he's kind of all around smaller for his mm-hmm. age. And it does turn out that I did knit the next size up for that. I'm like, well, there we go. I knitted longer. Oh, that's okay so then. That's fine. <laughs> I just want to end up making your sleeves a little long too okay that's thank you because I measured him and from the underarm down to a t-shirt that fits him perfect right now it was almost nine inches which so, is the next size up so then not including thing. the inch of ribbing sure so it, it might still be a little long but I, I'm not really worried about that as long as it's not like a dress on him and I don't think it will be (laughs) (laughs) what if he wanted to wear a dress then he absolutely could and if he wants me to do one I will give it my best shot (laughs) you know knit dresses they could definitely be daunting but they're not the worst thing (laughs) your lace dress was amazing I almost I I almost want to knit another one. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I I run in like I look through her patterns every once in a while because they're just they're all fun. They are fun. There's some cute things out there. I, it also makes me want to kind of try machine knitting at some point. I think it's something I will try. I'd like to at least experience it and see it in person. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could make the financial commitment to buy a knitting machine until, until I understood it a little more. But from what I've been seeing, it, it's, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's against the hand knitting rules of the world, but I do think it's, it's a really interesting thing. Well, I, I don't know that it would be. Good. It's tech, I would say it's technically not hand knitting, but it's still definitely knitting and it's not exactly it's just a different means of doing it any any more trying to think no our hangovers nope um sweaters that we talked about and then forgot we talked about them (laughs) (laughs) uh no all the sweaters i've touched lately or haven't been touched since our last episode so we're just going through a hat phase. Hats are just so fun. It's and bulky hats are so fun. I don't think I've knitted a bulky hat since I did the Kyoto hats. It's fun. They just, you know, they they like pop off your needles. It's like you're done. Yep. Put it on. They're knit so a little bit. You're done. Soft. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to IRL trying to think what's been going on i don't know if i have anything revolutionary though i mean we all know that the world exploded today when facebook fell off the face of the planet for six hours it sure did yeah the world could not survive 
I love all the Instagram posts today. Like I saved this picture and now I can post it. <laughs> like, oh, even, you okay. and I were even talking about it. And we were saying, hey, I, 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 you know, we should post this to Instagram. I would, but it's not online. <laughs> yeah, and I totally did not get that when I was like, oh, I'll try to do it later today. I didn't even realize that it was down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny. I um, so I am part of a IT group, and we have a Slack channel that we talk on for different problems and such. And we have a whole channel that is um, associated for memes and the apop- apocalypse. So we have an apocalypse channel, we have a memes channel, and we have an apocalypse memes channel. Okay. And this one, like all of these were going into the apocalypse meme today. It all had started, we, like all of our apocalypse stuff had started with the beginning of the pandemic, but it's more and more morphing into the end of the world as we know it kind of thing. Yeah, oh it's kind God. of fun. <laughs> but it's like, oh no, Facebook's down. Whatever are we going to do? I just knitted this backwards. Oh no! <laughs> I thought you were saying "oh no" in response to me, but no. Oh no! I am too. But yeah, it's backwards. I got. What go do you again. mean backwards? Um, I did the gray. I did. I, oh. it was the little yeah. So I probably Wait, I don't have to what? pull back too far. But like the whole last like four or five rows, I striped up the gray oh. instead of the variegated. Oops. That's all right. That's not a big deal. I just realized. <laughs> it's like you have to go back one, three rows. Yeah, I'm bulky. That's nothing. Nothing. Oh, and that's that's the so it's awesome. It's such a nice little easy, simple color work pattern, but it has such a neat effect. Of course I managed to screw it up. <laughs> we were also talking. Okay. I actually screwed it up before then too. So it's not not the podcast fault (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know you were part of a it group though that's cool it's it's kind of associated with work okay um there's work isn't always bad there's an association that spans the state and we have some pretty good conversations most of the time and some fun thrown in on the side and yeah that's cool yeah so I don't know what I just did there either (laughs) Jeez, Caitlin I blame Caitlin blame Caitlin okay I can take it (laughs) it would have been smart for me to run my needle through before I I don't know that's saying a lot I did it for something else the other day, or not the other day, a few weeks ago when I had to go back. Oh, I went back with the Kona mitts because I couldn't figure it out, but now it's fixed out. Oh no, I totally am wrong on something here. No, you're not. You're perfect. Oops. I don't know. We're just going with it. (laughs) That's fine. It was not going to work for my festival hat though. Not for something that would be this easy to fix. Uh, I think with this hat, 
the cable patterning, I can kind of fudge a little bit. It is really neat how they have it set up. Well, and it has a tubular cast on in two colors. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That I took me a moment. I was looking at the moment. cast off today. Or not cast off, find off. I don't know why I say cast off. That's weird. Oh, the t- like the tubular bind off? Yeah. Or okay, yeah. Which, you know, I honestly love the way it looks. And I was kind of thinking that one of my next projects I was gonna, no matter what it called for, I was gonna put that on it anyway. I should try it. I read read about it, but I the first one I did it on was my weekender. Okay. And it just kind of like finishes it. It adds almost like a little, it continues the stitch around the bottom, if you will, mm-hmm. around the edge. So it doesn't give you, like, it gives you like a softer rounding. Although it takes this, advantage of the, the curling of the stockinette. Mm-hmm. And, but with this, like, it's hard to see here. I like the way the colors went together. Right. And it was kind of interesting with the two color. So you had one on one side of the cast on and one on the other side. And it kind of just, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah. It was really easy though. Like surprisingly easy once I realized what I was doing. I had forgot, it had been forever since I had done. So I used the uh, long tail tubular cast on. Okay. With two colors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which should not be daunting at all. It's no different than if, say, you're doing it with one color. I don't yeah. think. But I mean, there's still more. Still um, more going on. Right. But it just kind of all just worked out well. Good. Well. You think it's about time to hit the gravel? Don't forget your knitting. Caitlin, I said it's time to go. So let me finish this row or pick up the stitches that I just dropped. Just remember, the yarn doesn't expire. <laughs> and you can knit all the things. Knit all the things. I really like <laughs> knit all the things. And oh. yarn doesn't expire. Might be, yes. might be mixing it up. Um, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and on tap as Gravel Knits. Our website is gravelknits.com. You can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com. You can find me, Kelsey, on Instagram and Ravelry as Bikes Brews Use, and untapped as Kelsey J. And you can find me, Caitlin, as Caitlin and Lloyd on Ravelry and Instagram. Uh, please reach out to us. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And if you do like the podcast, let someone know. We'd we love would to. love to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah. Gravelnets believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love. Beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that while we are human and we are trying to educate ourselves, there's always more to learn and any critiques are deeply appreciated.